Hey, everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. If you're from the United States and you're flying, do not drink any of the water on the airplane. I'm going to got all that and more. Stay tuned. It's AfterBuzz tonight. Boop. Presented by AfterBuzz TV and live from Los Angeles, California, it's AfterBuzz Tonight with Jesse Janity. AfterBuzz TV's first late-night talk show with a millennial mindset. From trending topics to interviews with your favorite influencers, celebrities, and performers, we've got it all. So grab your favorite late-night snack and join the conversation. And now your host, Jesse Janity. Hey. Yay. 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 What up, AfterBuzz? It's your boy, DJ Jesse J, live in studio favorite night of the week, Mondays. Unfortunately, Jayla Rocks is not with us because she's famous or whatever, doing whatever on TV or whatnot. <laughs> but that's right, you know, we got the intern in the building, Elgin. Hey, what's up, everybody? Ow. Come on, Elgin. He, like, he put that talk button up for everyone. <laughs> hey! Live in studio, we have my special guest, finally! We got Rekai Crawford in the building! What it do? What's going on? Hey. Jesse, my boo. My Good boo thing. You. She got to shine some vocals a little bit. <laughs> and just a little bit. We got Spicy Mari in the building. Hey. She's about to get all of our live lives together because it is cuffing season. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know if I actually really know what that is. Yes. Right, I haven't been recruited. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Lineup's trash. Oh, Welcome to out, LA, girl. We're putting out an ad for you, Jesse, okay. on this episode. All right. right. So, but we'll get into all that. But before we do that, we got to talk about some hot topics. You know, and unfortunately, Jayla ain't here because, you know, she'd be cracking down on my hot topics. But I was just scrolling. It was this, uh, what is it, um, daylight saving time, right? <laughs> yeah. I fell asleep at like 9 o'clock, such an old man, and woke up at 1. I saw the clock turn back. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like watching the Jeffersons, just like trying to find something, like is something new on Netflix, right? And I was just went on my phone and I came across this video of Karen, Kids Bop Karen. I know we all have seen <laughs> Needs to Calm Down. Well, the video has gone viral. Apparently, I did so much stalking on this woman because I wanted to know who this woman was. How can I see what people are dragging her on her Instagram? I couldn't find her, but I did find the girl who actually recorded the incident. Um, and not only that, but now they've already making music videos to it. You know, they always got to make the remixes on. Yep. So here's yeah, Kids Bop Karen, y'all. Oh. This song is called Calm Down. You're calling it sorry, but you're calling it a bitch. You'll set an ascending example. I'm sorry. My kids okay. can't hear me calling you a bitch. Your window's open. They can't hear me because they're listening to kids' box. The kids' box. Hey. Oh, that's a dance. That's a vibe right hey. there. Come down. You better hit it spicy. 
That's a vibe. That's a whole vibe. <laughs> On album 13, Kids Bop 13, Calm Down. <laughs> Look at that. Kids Bob can have an original song right there. I'm here for it. So, but no, so I don't know. Did you guys see the full video? I did. Oh, you saw the video? I did not. I, well, I, enough to see like her saying, calm down. Yeah. I was I like, oh, turned okay. it off at that. I was like, why? Jesse, we're about to talk about this. Oh, right. Girl. I'm like, so okay, this, I'm going to do, do it. Elgin, did you watch it? Yeah, I saw the whole thing. Oh, and did you die laughing? Oh, I died. Well, so on top of that, the things so, that go viral, girl. Oh so not only like that, but it was almost like then there was an extended cut. So okay. it was like you could actually watch more of her, like going off on this woman in the car. But there's actually another video that uh, has resurfaced, has surfaced, and is mm-hmm. actually from inside of the other car. Oh. It's the kids that are listening to Kids Bop. Um, this is their <laughs> actual <laughs> This is their actual reaction Production to crew. hearing their mother calling this woman a bitch. You too. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Why the hell? Yeah, I know I'm Apologize. It's my fault. He apologized. It's my fault. Uh-huh. And you know what? If that didn't upset me, that's a bitch ass call. Sorry. That's what I'm going to calm down. Eating the popcorn. Right. That's even me as an adult. Sorry. My kids can't hear me calling you a bitch. Your window's open. They can't hear me because they're listening to kids' songs. Dizzy, you are a nut. <laughs> I was the kid inside the car. Yeah. Um, all right, so moving on from that, since we didn't, no one wanted to watch the viral video except for Jesse this weekend. Have you guys uh, heard about Kanye West and his whole, you know, uh, Sunday service? Yes. Have yes. any? Have you guys been able to go? Experience um, it? No, but I do know a lot of people are part of that project, yeah. which is which is really cool um, on a personal level. Um, even. My sister that's here in studio, she actually was part of it at one time. Did oh, really? that and shout out to you know to Steve Epting and you know he's doing a lot of music on there. Also, Aunt Clemens from Philly. Like, there's a lot of people. Girl, give that them are, all yeah, out. Shout them all. Yeah, shout out to all of them. I, I know a lot of people that, that are doing that, and it's really cool. I will say, it's very controversial. For the obvious reasons of Mr. Kanye himself, but I will say it's great that people are coming close to close with, really close with God, mm-hmm. and they're getting a different experience, and they're using that thing of music, which is universal. Doesn't matter what your color is, your background, anything like that. But they're really getting an intimate experience with who God is and what he what he could be in their lives. So that's really dope. That's what I love about it. And it's yeah. it's funny because he stuck to his word because when him and Jay Z put uh, their album out together, he said he made a comment where he said music. Is religion, and I will make the tour the new church. Mm. And it's so interesting to see him finally come into full to circle and that. do that. Yeah. And you know, he got a lot of slack for saying that back then. So then he's getting it again today now. But again, yeah. I do like at the end of the day, the message is that right. You know, whatever you pull from it, but it it is shining light on <laughs> the one and only. Lord <laughs> wow. Jesse, okay. so you have intentions of going? No. You're not going to participate? No, not that I wouldn't participate. Um, (laughs) I I just have my own, like, thing with God and Jesus Uh and, like, you know, it has to do with nature and, like, it's, like, me and that's how Mm -hmm. I connect, like, 
I love it for everyone else, mm-hmm. and I'm here for it. And like you know, if yeah. the ticket happened to come into play, and you know <laughs> what I mean, it's an easy situation for me to get to. Sure, yeah. you know. But even if you take out the the religious aspect of it, because everyone has their own personal views, I think from a musical standpoint, it's incredible. Oh, right absolutely. now, it's actually it's on the Billboard. Like it's doing amazing. I think it's number one right yeah. now. Actually, and literally when I scroll, I'm like, she again. I'm like, sheesh, I keep seeing them over because and over it's again. Some, it's, it's, it's not new and fresh, but it is too it mainstream. Is. Right. You know, that and, is true. and it, it's, it's interesting, too, because it's something that, you know, when you get to a certain height, it's like religion and saying that Jesus is cool is corny. You know, mm-hmm. we, we've created the society that's built that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the majority of people actually think that, but mm-hmm. for some reason... It's put in this it's bubble like, hand like in that. Hand, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I love that he's. I, I love the whole idea of the project yeah, in I, that light of it. Honestly, like at this time, you know, with politics, with music, this is an incredible time to be alive. Yeah. Because even with the negative things going on, with Trump and all that, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I will say, like, this is a time that really made our generation motivated to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. more than any other time because it's so controversial we have a president that is on twitter like we've never had that you know what i mean so those different topics and then now with music with kanye and his hand in politics and with kim kardashian in politics it makes it like a very interesting time for music and politics which i think is dope music so, yeah. religion and politics exactly i think way. what's a little bit challenging is the way that it's being pushed um it's it's we should be celebrating all of these things right we should be celebrating politics we should be celebrating music we should be celebrating religion however for whatever reason all three of these things have received almost like a negative stereotype behind it right like mm-hmm. we've become enemies of politics yeah. and we've rebelled against religion and we've rebelled against like the music lyrics you know and now it's finally you're right coming all together mm-hmm. and we can celebrate all of them and them all have their own like significance and symbolism in our life. Uh, the messenger, though, who's doing it, <laughs> yeah, that's part that's he's cool. a powerful creature. Like I'm gonna, ju- I'm gonna just say, Kanye is extremely powerful um, in what he's doing. Uh, and I think that one of the reasons, like uh, I don't know who's from LA that's listening right now, but one church is one of the churches out here that we first saw the merger. I feel like of music being popping and the church being popping and it being cool to be in your faith. And mm-hmm. so Kanye's kind of like revisiting that theme of we can celebrate God, celebrate life, even though he has called himself God before. God in all of us though I'm sorry I am I believe that there is some of that I also think okay. his has a little bit let's go come on extra metaphors. love and yeah. arrogance on top of the normal amount that we're supposed to <laughs> perceive right. ourselves well see then I go back to more of like the like okay the, the you know in uh, Trini in the comments is saying doesn't he sell $200 church socks like it, you know it, it, <laughs> the thing is is just when well. it, yeah you know well. is at the end of the day a business <laughs> music is a business politics is a business <laughs> Okay. Religion is a business. Well, At the end of the day, the message behind all of them is supposed to be something that's supposed to move us. It's supposed to motivate mm-hmm. us. It's supposed to change our lives. But the way that it's presented is as a business, which is why we yeah. turned our back previously to it. Because here's the thing, too. People are like, well, last year he was had uh, such a fucking hoe. I love it. Was out, mm-hmm. And then now you're doing this. I Bitch, you can change in a weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you get the message and you hear the spirit and you are called to the light, that can change. Wait, but are you saying that if we're Christians, we can't also appreciate, like, trap? 
We got to separate the two. I love that, and I do my makeup We got to separate the two. Like, I well, can't cook there's a difference between there's a, No, there's a difference between trap and being a hoe. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know? Wait, wait, wait. Well, not being a hoe, but, but uh, praising it on a level, like, of that sort, yeah. But... That, okay, so that's a fine line, though, because if you even listen to that music, isn't that a form of celebration? Girl, don't even. I'm a DJ, and like you don't know, you don't know <laughs> the like things DJ, I've, right, I've, I've, I've. I've literally gone. <laughs> I could get into some spiritual stuff and be like, I felt like I okay, me like as a DJ, all, I am a pawn to Satan. But like, I feel girl, like we're we can all go hypocrites. real deep. I feel like yeah, we're all hypocrites. There is no like. Girl, you hold up, but here's the whole thing. We'll get more into that. Get more into that on Friday service, guys. But that's not the whole conversation. The whole conversation about this was. For all y'all to know, stop blaming Kanye West for this brunchella thing. Well, so what happened was uh-uh. not a fire festival situation, but a lot of these this is y'all get pulled into it. And you know what? All you celebrities need to start suing. Start being Ariana Grande and just get out here and be like, bitch, don't take my picture. Don't use my name. <laughs> Look, these people boldly put Kanye West brunchella. I would have thought Kanye West was putting this brunch together. But so the, the Kanye was not in charge yeah. of this brunch? He had nothing to do with it. The tickets to the concert were free, and this d- separate unity <laughs> decided to put this brunch together. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it looks like some so, Kanye would do that. Because he's, he's selling blank, wait, uh, regular so socks. They were just using his likeness. So, they were not, correct. In, there was no affiliation with Kanye. This was like the pre bash. Like, before it, you it, go to. Which, wait, uh, listen to what we're saying. But was it, what, did he know that a brunch was being served before his event? Before uh, his service, was did he know that a brunch was being served? That's something that there was an event before his service. This is at like girl, like the Staples Center. Like it's like was there a Celtics game last night? Sure, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm worried. I'm, hello, like, I'm talking to Jesus, and I need to deliver is, a message. This you think did I'm not paying to get pay? accidentally approved? Like yeah, he knew like that there was no. a chef. And if, girl, if, if, let I'm me sorry, tell you. If there's a pre meal to any event Buffalo, that I throw, Buffalo Wild Wings has a shirtless picture of Justin Timberlake on their menu, and I know Justin Timberlake. They don't know that that picture is being used. But did he do an event with Buffalo Wild Wings? No, girl. But that's why Justin doesn't know. But no, let me but tell you, like, if Justin was throwing an event, he would know no. Buffalo Wild Who's Wings around the area? in that same vicinity. That, no, he spicy. Would know. When Beyonce does the Formation Tour or On the Run Tour, do you know how many On the Run Tour after party? That ain't no after. And y'all get tricked into this. Y'all think, oh, I'm going to the BET <laughs> after party. No, bitch. That yeah, is yeah. just the club <laughs> right after party. So you're going to go. And they're going to put Cardi B's picture on you and be like, oh, I'm going to the <laughs>
Okay, we're gonna get let Kanye off the hook. For that we'll one. Because <laughs> I, I, I was gonna hold him responsible for that patty. Because that patty, like <laughs> McDonald's, was better than dry. that. I appreciate you holding on to that. But, yeah. <laughs> um, someone else who's holding on to some things is Nicki Minaj. Girl, I love you and I appreciate you, but you know this Queen Radio business. So she's mad at Wendy Williams. Um, okay, as she should this. be. Oh, all right. Okay, yeah. come on, relationship coach. If- if we, if, if you come for me, I am going to come for you, and right? Slice you, you would hope, fruit ninja. you would hope that Nikki would be the bigger person. What turn the other cheek? Because Wendy, it's Wendy's job as a as a professional host to deliver well, the she news. She actually did, but so she listen. didn't just deliver the news. She bashed her. Well, she during she was shameful. It was it was extremely really shameful. Extremely, it was yeah. it was a it was a backwards compliment. And that was very clear in the delivery of the information. Congratulations, but let me tell you everything wrong with the person who you're in love with. If you come for my life partner, do you think I'm not going to... You think I'm going to turn the other cheek? No. This is not... I'm coming for you, and I'm going to use my platform to do it. So, what do we feel... How do, how do we feel... Okay, so how do you feel Nikki handled it and with her, with her delivery to Wendy? I expected Nikki to handle it the way that Nikki would handle it, just like I would expect... Wendy to deliver her information the way that she delivered it. I, we don't. We should not expect nothing more from these two ladies. They have branded themselves around being their true authentic self of the dramatic, mm-hmm. you know, shady delivery of you know the shade room on the Wendy Williams show, and then Nikki being you know this like. I don't. I'm not gonna put up with anything. I'm a bad bitch. Like she's. This is how Nikki handles information and confrontation. Like look at her fallout with Cardi. I mean, this is how Nikki handles things. Whether she's a a wife, a mother, whether a divorce. Like all these women, we all experience things, right? You're supposed to be the better person in handling the situation. Mm-hmm. But when emotions get involved, we forget. <laughs> Everything goes out the door. Yeah, there's no limits. Well, in her emotions, I mean, I'm shocked that she's married. I can't believe that she's married. Why are you shocked? Because I feel like mm. it came out of nowhere. Obviously, I don't know her life, but I'm just like, <laughs> as, as a barb, like, I'm like, girl, what? And like, okay, I get like, it's like a whole true love, like, story, like, go back to the day, like, when we used to date and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, it's cute. But it's just like I just want so much more for Nicki Minaj. Of course, yeah. Like, I mean, more, yeah. more, more just, in like what way? Though? Not even just him. Like because most of it is like <laughs> he you, wants to see him with like a boss, like a boss. But like, I, like well, a PD. the thing is, yeah, want, but, like, but the thing is, you are a mirror as to who you attract because mm-hmm. at the end of Absolutely. the day, she, I'm a queen, I'm a queen, but you aren't acting as such. Like you got to mm. go around stamping and not make, making making. Y'all ain't gonna get no sleep, Tanisha from back. <laughs> <Right. home. laughs> But, but, at the but the thing the day, is, girl, is that, you kicked out the house. Right, but she said, though, she, Nikki did say that she pretty much got with this guy because he was with her before the fame, before everything else. So that's what made her. Safari was really too. Ch- was that's pretty much they, why she went for him. That's the, they, but the no. thing is, it's like, I, I do kind of agree. I feel like it did kind of come out of nowhere uh, and just like you know when she was talking about retiring and then this whole like her just doing snapshots of her being married and all of that I, I don't think he's like her equal yeah. not just because of the financial but just the way he carries himself yeah, it's and like, the type of men that she about? dates like you guys fuck yeah. like just like let's really just keep it real 100 yeah. get it girl like right now at this moment in your life you just want some good dick like you're like fuck the meeks fuck the drakes I can't deal with no personalities right now like yeah. you just want some dick I think it's more than just dick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, clear. Well, that's that's, that's some strong dick. All of a sudden, you got a ring on it. I can't allow Nikki to go out like that. We're really going to assess right now, and she's at a 
period in her life where she has achieved career goals. Now she is looking forward to the family goals and the love goals. And you probably in her mind, she can't have the family without the relationship, mm. right? And so there comes a time in a woman's life, and we're all pressured by society where our clock is ticking. And we're like, wait, where is he at? So... Mind you, if she's not actively dating and swiping on Bumble like you are, right. Jesse, um, right. she, <laughs> she, she might not have all the options. Like, she is probably going with what's, of course, more, more comfortable to her. But at the end of the day, like, she wants love just like every single freaking one of us. And she will take it um, from wherever she gets it. But let me ask you this, though. But let me ask you this. Do you think, because I, I get it, she's reached these goals. She's like, she's at a height of her career. Like, she's done amazing things as an artist but you're like okay she's comfortable she wants this she wants that but do you think she's settling being with this guy because that, that was another talk because you know the whole and asking, yeah, asking if you know he bought the ring and then they kind of like in a funny way address that or whatever and it's like okay I understand you want the family and all of that but just because she's reached this point does that mean she has to settle I don't think that she should because with think, this dude I think she's settling so he may not have the success that she has, right? Okay. And I'm not going to make excuses because I don't know inside like every single thing. I only know what the tabloids have said. But when you are at a place of success, even as a woman, mm-hmm. as much success as Nikki has achieved, you get to be a little bit more limited with that list, such as True. I'm a bad bitch, I'm a millionaire, whatever. I can date the pool boy if I want to. I don't have to date mm-hmm. somebody who meets me at my income. I don't have to date as many degrees as I have. I don't like... I, and I'm just you now speaking about self, like when you get to a certain point and the original re- reason for marriage was to increase your expansion. It was self-expansion. The person who you are in a relationship with is now supposed to heighten and, you know, maximize and double everything that you have. Mm-hmm. Well, she's going to go from 300, 400 million with him to what? You want her to go to 600 million? Like Nikki's probably like, no, I just want a dude who's down for me because I've dealt with so many dudes who did have money, who were with me day mm-hmm. one, who have, you know, done me shady or, fool, you know, fucked me over. I, now I'm just going to go with some passion. Like, mm-hmm. she's just choosing That's passion. So true. And so she gets she gets to have that choice. Me, on the other hand, no. I would not settle with, like, that type yeah, of thing. But I got I <laughs> But if you, got the right, if you got the right, right, if you got the right pocket, honey, we can settle all night long. Actually, I, I know it's not who we imagine no, for I could, her. I, I know it's who we don't imagine for her. And yeah. we might not choose that for ourselves. But we have to be happy for her. And that's what True. Wendy Williams did not give her. She didn't yeah. give her the full, you know what, girl? I am just happy that you have love. And Wendy's not in a place right now where she can speak on what or how to choose a great partner mm. because of some of the failures that she's experienced. So it's just a little bit hypocritical, that's all. That's that. I'm just mic drop. Thank you. good enough. Well, let's Spice talk about relationships. Okay. Right, let me stop because you know I keep going. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, we're going to, we're going to. But I know I started at the top of the show, so I'm just going to make this really quick. But so they just did a study across. Uh, they did 11 um, different U.S. airlines. They tested the water mm-hmm. on all of them, the water filtration systems. Ladies and gentlemen, it's one of the dirtiest things uh, that you could be drinking and putting into your body, and that is including washing your hands um, on airplanes. <laughs> As I sip my water. <laughs> Airplanes, airplanes, because they don't clean their tank. This the tank, is from so. Delta. Oh no, oh. no, I'm joking. Oh, Girl, the worst. Oh, no, what? And the E. <laughs> so just be cautious, be careful. Get bottled water. Don't drink tea, coffee, all that, because that might be a long plane ride for you. Wait, what about the airport though? 
Like no, airports are fine. The it's airport the actual water, plane. just the plane. Just the plane. Okay. Just the planes because yeah, the actual thought. tanks. And I just want to make sure that because think about the water on the plane. That's sitting just sitting somewhere. Okay. Okay. Let's be mindful. If you don't clean your tubes. Well, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> don't we're not going to go there. No, we ain't talking detox, about cleaning detox. tubes. I know. And, and then, so going on that. I, almost, I didn't want to even go in with this story because I had a great segue. I don't want to have to segue from this story. But, you know, I just want to go into love and pain, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, I like that you what are that. you going through? I haven't gotten a phone call from you in it? a long time. I know exactly where he's going with it. Where are we going with it? My song, Lisa. Yes, Lace with Pain. So, first and foremost, I, I met you here at After Buzz. Yes. Just wandering the halls. My, my little baby. And the thing is, she just has this energy about her, and she's just like, <laughs> I don't know, it's just like she's sent from someplace. And I was like, Heaven. what is your name, girl? Heaven. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but she said it like that, too. With Heaven. Right. Heaven. Mm. My tone of but voice. Then she, but the thing was, actually, I actually had heard you sing a little... You, you were playing out in the hallway and I heard you mm-hmm. sing all the time. I was like, are you a singer? Oh, oh okay. yes, I And then you no, also no, no, had known some of the singers who have come girl. here. <laughs> let me hear, let me hear. So tell me about your journey with music. Like, how long have you been singing for? Because, girl, I was looking, I was like, oh, okay, we got a whole music video. <laughs> yeah, well, you was doing your research, huh? Mm-hmm. You were scrolling. So music is my life. I've been singing since I, like, before I could actually talk. Uh, my mom, she sings. My dad sings. Oh, I'm sorry. My dad believes he can sing. He got the moves. <laughs> Love you, dad. But that's not your calling. Um, my older sister, Mikasha, sings. My older sister, Philly, Tamika, they all sing. So I've been surrounded around some singers mm. and then my mom she was a choir director and she was she's like my toughest critic but like my biggest fan because she was like if you gonna sing do it right or not at all or shut it up and then um then you could have had a Christmas movie you know all the Christmas movies the Chris right. Brown one, okay. like, you know, exactly. mom wouldn't let you sing and right. finally you just bust it out right I always had to be ready so just that like music really just saved my life my, the stage and just being in the studio and writing that is where I feel the most comfortable being Rakaya mm. that is literally an extension of my heart so just from church and then um, you know once I came to LA and, and really took music more seriously and really began to understand my gift and not compared in the industry where everyone mm-hmm. is dope um, that's just kind of like where my heart has been over the last couple of years with music and now I'm fully stepping out and presenting myself back to the world as an artist mm. you know because it's different so, yeah, as, it as an, learning yourself as an artist it is. yeah where are you right now with that um, so I have goals I actually have a, a plan my, my dreams turned into goals and my goals turned into plans so now I'm working on my plans okay. mm. you know to get to my Grammys and to get to my tours headlining you know Yay. getting all these accolades getting on the billboards that's like those are my goals right there and I want to do it with the people that have been rocking with me in the times that I thought I wasn't even going to continue singing. Mm. So music is honestly what um, saved my life. I went through a lot of self-esteem issues and laced with pain. This is just what I went through in regards to love. You know, so I've I've been through a lot mm. with it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, it makes the best music, though. Listen, <laughs> so I'm like, thank you. Like, listen, thank you for these records. And thank you for doing me dirty. Because, okay. you know, I'm going to do some coin off of this. But, um, but honestly, like, that, this is like what this, this record is. 
even as it's love laced with pain, it's like you being with someone that you, it, it hurts so good. And I talk about that in one of the verses where it's like, I love you so much, but you're hurting me at the same time. That's mm. I've been through a lot in different relationships. Um, and thankfully, I've had a dad that has been my rock and has been a prime example of the type of man that I want and the char- different characteristics that I would want in my future partner. I don't want to date my dad, but no, certain, yeah, certain things that my dad has instilled in me that I just you know want my future husband to model after. Um, and this record is just that, you know. Yeah, let's take a look. Shit. And it's shot beautifully, honestly. Like, Thank you. Shout out to Josiah. Josiah, there. Demi, Billy, Tamika. I did my own hair and makeup on this, too. Ooh. Okay, because that was late. Like, I, I need you to beat my face. Look, I got you. <laughs> I don't play with that. But yeah, so this is uh, my record, Lace of Pain. Boom. And shout out to Sophia. because your voice like there's just something about the tone of your voice and you hear it when you speak and just even when you hit your little wrist but it's like it gives me like a little bra- brandy and vogue essence really, that's huge that's a yeah. huge yeah that's huge like did you like I don't know if you actually like in your mind knew you kind of were hitting sampling brandy I, a little like bit it's like SWV yeah that's like SWV, SWV. SWV. to me yeah no exactly SWV they're like, yeah like so that, that exactly was um, my influence I am a huge like 90s R&B Hitting it on the yeah. spot. That is so. That, that's this, so like, me. I want to bring that back. Like one of my favorite singers is Tank, and I'm going to say that. I know. <laughs> oh, his new Shut album. up. He can still be. Listen. Hey, we don't know. I will not change Do you understand? Okay. But the thing is, is that like Tank, SWV, uh, Jasmine Sullivan's, Kimberell, Leandra Johnson, Smokey Norfolk. Like there's some things. Actually, I'm not even going to lie, and she's probably going to hate me for doing this. But honestly, like my sister Philly is like one of my huge musical inspiration she's a beast of a singer too mm. and like 
incredible. Like I'm blessed to be around people that are super dope, <laughs> but and they're like my influence. Um, also, um, Sophia Mojo, huge shout out to her. She's an incredible, incredible writer, and she just gets me every time we get in the studio. We just have like this thing where we we get it, and she's like, "Oh, what's going on? Oh, this is what happened? Okay, let's do this. Let's do that." And she'll push me. But um, I will say, like '90s R&B, that is what I want to bring. That's the best back. time, the best R&B. Yeah, I would yes. like if you play it 20 years from now, I want you to be like, "Oh, I still love that record." Yeah, no, so, yeah. and you have that nostalgic tone to you. Uh, you. Wh- when can we expect a full project? Like, so where, where's that asking, in the plan? I know, everyone's been asking that. Honestly, like, right now my plan is is, is to start with singles first, you know, okay. just to kind of create that buzz and, and continue to build my crowds. Like, I am, you know, I still host and, and sing. I sing every Tuesday um, at Unplugged LA, so I, I still get to, to oh, tap nice. into that. Yeah, so I do a lot. It's kind of funny. Most singers come in, like, where they are in the studio first and then they perform. But see, thanks, shout out to my mom. She was like, <laughs> you can get there, you can get, get your eyes out there and sing. So I was always put on a stage first, so now I'm doing things the opposite. Opposite and Are you back still singing in, in a church right now? Uh, absolutely. Yay, yeah, yeah. One? So definitely, I go to the View um, in Menifee. So yeah, no, I, I listen. I love God. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Listen, I do my makeup the trap music, but I still love the Lord. But 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 yes, like in everything I do, honestly, and that was one of the things where I would struggle because I loved R and B music so much. It just it gives you a different feeling, and I love gospel music too. But I like to tap and into both. You can love both. It's yeah. okay to <laughs> love Jesus and love sex. Okay. But, no, <laughs> I just really. want to like put that out there. But it is. I'm so I literally because one of my fa- one of my favorite gospel song is um I'm chasing after you no matter what I have to do Elgin, what you know about I that? need you more and more more and more more and more I love that but I also love because wait I'm I love that too. Okay, <laughs> that's, a, that's the thing. Oh, to be honest, man. like in all that I do, my thing is is that I'm not focused on like leaving a legacy. Don't get me wrong. My my music is gonna be that, but I want people to have the experience of Rakaia to say, man, it, it was it was something about her that made me want to do something positive. Mm. I want to really inspire people to be a better them because mm. I know what it's like to not love yourself. I've been at my lowest of low. Like honestly, this record, this whole video is. Is that because last year I went through a breakup? I went through. I was in a car accident. I mm. seemingly lost everything, and to, the only thing I could do, and I, I was forced to do, is to go back on my knees and pray and get back to God. Mm. Because literally, like where I shot the video at, how it all came together, it was nothing but God. And even though I was singing about lace of pain and the things I went through, honestly, God is what got me through that. Mm. I, like for two and a half months, I didn't talk to anybody that, that wasn't family, and I was just in my word and just talking to God and getting back to to me. So yeah, yeah, I, I exactly. I, I had to heal. I had to know what it was I was doing wrong and what I could do better as a woman and and who I was in Him, you know. So I could walk in my purpose. So that when, when people say the things like, "Oh, it's what is it about you?" That's God. Mm. That's what I want. You know what I mean? Okay. I want and now she has it. a testimony. I love yeah. it. And then we got to download. I, I had to go through the test to get the testimony. I'm going to test it, okay? You know what I mean? Yeah. He had to deliver it. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, and I love that because that's when you get to that spot. Look now, now you say you had you had these ideas, they turned into goals, and then they turn into plans. It's everything is timing, right? So right now yeah. is your timing. You have finally come out of that. Now you're you're open to sharing your experiences, understanding what your purpose is, and now being able to actually yeah. put out a product for mm-hmm. yourself yeah. as an artist. So yeah. shout out to you, girl. Thank I'm you. Here for it. Yeah, I was so I was so nervous. Next step, let's go. Well, 
Listen, yeah, there's some more music coming. I'm, I'm in the studio actively, so I, I am mm. going to be putting out some more music before the year's out. Okay. Are you so, dating yeah. right now? Look, she already knows how to segue herself well, no, right on. I'm just asking because I want to know. <laughs> no, like, I, I, I don't got to wait you know, for another broken heart no. until we can hear some like you know love, like how good you know he's no. going down music next. You know what's so funny? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's like of course I want to talk about my journey and in regards to dating, like in everything I do, I'm one of the biggest things I had to learn in my all my experience was to be transparent. Mm-hmm. So about all the aspects of love that I experienced, I've had good love. I've experienced like the love I should have or whatever. Like I've experienced so many different things. And in regards to dating. Where I'm at is is that I don't have to say, I ain't dating nobody. Honestly, God's going to bring him to me. You know what I mean? I want someone that's going to be my best friend first. And we can that friendship can then evolve into something more. So I am actively dating. But what I have found is that if my music or whatever else is in front of me is priority, and that guy really doesn't spark my interest, I just simply don't entertain it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not blocking off love. I don't want to miss any blessing that God has for me, because I'm telling you, having the right, per- the right person mm-hmm. by your side will have, listen, your hair uh, growing, <laughs> you know, your edges coming back, money flowing, and all this type of thing. So now, I want, you, now he's back. releasing biotin, you know, girl. No, listen, I'm trying to have the glow, okay? I'm sick of this my life. No, but, but, I, but I am dating. You know, I, I am dating. I am open to it. It's just that if you're not about anything, I'm not gonna... No, focus on your purpose right now. Like, continue (laughs) using your gifts. That's part of the, like, using your gifts is what allowed you to even heal. So, you had to give, you know, you had to exercise that and give that away. But the person who you're supposed to be with will see you walking in your purpose and want to join. So, you don't even have to worry about that. That's huge. That was something, that was a lesson actually I had to learn because with the, the men that I had dated prior, they they wanted to dim my light and they mm-hmm. wanted me to almost you know and that was the thing I, I had lost myself in some mm-hmm. of the relationships so I hate to say that I'm finding myself but I'm actually returning back to the Rakaya before the heartbreak before that pain that's what I'm getting and now it's a new and improved version right write it in the song I'm okay I'm gonna write this down okay <laughs> but yes but yeah, I, I am open to like I said to dating, but I'm walking in my purpose. I love and then Secure girl, like she said, stay in there, stay in that purpose, mm-hmm. sis. Because when right. I tell you, it. Woo, <laughs> I be having my weak moments, y'all. I be Can't trying to weak. stay in that in that lane. <laughs> I be like purpose, purpose, press shiny. <laughs> like shiny. And Jesse be like spicy. What do I do? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> No, there are some dudes that you like. I'm like, no, don't talk to me. You're gonna Literally. mess up my. You're gonna. I'm like, you can't mess up my focus. You'll mess up my my credit score or my pH balance. I'm like, yeah, no, but then I, focus. then I say that. I go, I'm focus. Like, you mess and that I'm up. like, would you focus on me? Like, oh, wrong focus. I gotta be Listen. here. All right, but no, okay. So spicy, I had to bring you in because I need help. So normally I help do this on the phone with spicy, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna own my hot messery. Um, <laughs> oh, girl, I don't think I know what. Really, like, I mean, I've always heard cuffing season, right? But, like, it's a real thing. Like, why? Why is this a real thing? Like, okay, now we have hot girl summer (laughs) and cuffing season. Like, so what is cuffing season? How do I participate? And then is it, like, do I, can I actively date? And then the other thing is I don't even think I know how to actively date. All of that, Jesse. All of that. That, There's Pandora's (laughs) box. Do what you will with it, girl. Let's go. So, you're right. Hot Girl Summer just finished, but cuffing season is a time of year <laughs> where you, there's this stigma around, you know, it's being, it's cold outside, it's winter, we're indoors, so we're less likely to meet people. So, because there's this stigma around, uh, you know, us not meeting a partner, we 
become even more hungry in our hunt. And so we decide that before we completely hibernate for the season, we're going to, you know, cuff someone. We're going to put some handcuffs on them, lock them up, so that that way when we do hibernate, we're not hibernating alone. Okay, this sounds very unhealthy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to sign me up. But the truth of the matter is, is because there's this little bit of like, oh my gosh, I know that I'm about to go into, you know, hibernation mode. It's a great opportunity and great time to date. Because it's cuffing season, that means that people are 15% like more likely to ask you out right now, to right, desire... Right, but is this like the settling conversation? Do we no. go... <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah. I thought I was like, wait, what? Is that 15% likely? It does go up around Christmas, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so would you say you. this is more like a season for settling in a okay, way? Okay, so because you that's, feel the that pressure? The, that's the misconception. It's not just that you're... So it's not about the settling. It's it's the approach that you take with it. So if you're if you're choosing a partner out of fear, then absolutely not. You should not be choosing that partner. How do you choose a partner out of fear? Uh, I don't believe that I can really have who I want. So I'm going to take whoever is offered up to me. Oh. That's how you choose a partner out of fear, right? You choose. Uh, you take advantage of this like time cuffing season by saying, you know what? This is what I know is what I need. This is what's good for me and I'm just going to be more proactive in my hunt right now because there's a plethora of options before we hibernate for the winter. Okay. So So now can you cuff with multiple people? Like, is that... (laughs) I'm just saying, like... You're trying to find... No, you cannot be a Girl, because here's the thing. Here's why I can't actively date. Honestly, like, I've really just come down to it. Like, I'm not investing all these emotions into all these people. Right, stop investing all these emotions, Jesse. No, I'm saying I don't. So there's, like... So then it leads to me just not doing anything. Okay, so then you become (laughs) avoidant. And that is you still well, operating like from fear because you're afraid of the rejection that comes with your emotions being attached. See what I say with no, that. I don't know if it's a rejection to it or more so of like with multi like talk, going on multiple dates. Like people would be like, "Oh, I'm actively dating." Okay, it's like I just said that. Okay, <laughs> so like, how many guys do you go on date with a week? I have a friend. She's it depends on, on how hungry I am. She's on ride. See, I don't date out of fear. I date out she of hunger. Date, uh, See the difference? <laughs> Very different. Well, yeah. I'm hungry now. It works. <laughs> it works yeah, different in, in my realm. Or I don't know how to play that game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I have a friend. She is on Raya and all the apps, and mm-hmm. she goes on dates three times a week. Sometimes, you know, once or awesome. whatever. But she's actively dating and like keeping up with them. And I'm tired of just listening to her stories. I'm like, oh my god, all these people and emotions and. But like, that's the thing, though. Are you so? Yes. So there's. Different like, dangers, I think right? There's the, the ones that really want a relationship, date? and there's the I'm ones saying. that just want the experience. Mm. So if you're going out with someone who just wants the experience of the date and the like temporary intimacy, then that's clearly not someone who you want to get invested in. But you ask them in advance. You you communicate. Do you value commitment? Mm-hmm. Uh, when was your last relationship? You know, are you looking forward to experiencing a partnership? Like those are questions that you have early on before you decide. I'm going to give you my undying love. After so I need three a meals. lie detector test. <laughs> no. You, ask, you have to ask them I mean, a certain way. You don't think I asked all these questions? No, make sure that... Two years later... Jesse, make sure that what they're <laughs> saying matches their actions, right? It's a case study. You have to allow the person to give you enough time and opportunity to show you that they really are and what they really want. Okay, how much time? And so... <laughs> right, listen. When's the expiration date? No, listen, I've, I've learned that there's a difference, I, like what she was saying, in regards to the dater that just wants the experience and the dater that actually wants a, a relationship. relationship. And the thing is, it's like, and I had to learn, because I was like, I'm pouring all this into man, and I'm getting hurt and all that kind of stuff, and I'm getting love laced with pain. 
See, like the third thing? Come on, you marketing But no, but but I had to learn like there's a difference between boundaries and walls, and I that that's something my friend Tamika talks about all the time. I had to learn to set boundaries. So in the beginning, I'm like, okay, when I cut it off, I didn't invest too much because I had those boundaries and not walls. Because when when I had the walls up, when those walls came down, all my emotions got poured into this person. So of course I was left hanging. Of course I was left hurt. But I had to learn now, like because I am actively dating Jesse, because I am actively dating, I had to learn. Okay, this is where I'll let you in. No, I can't let you in that space because you're you're not showing me that. But I want know how long is too long <laughs> when like, has the milk how spoiled long you, how long do you need to be dating that person yeah like, okay how, okay how should it progress from the beginning stages and i hate this whole talking stuff that our generation has had well, like, what is talking <laughs> versus talking dating versus like no it's like uh, y'all like dating is like marriage. a situationship like talking is just like i don't want that i don't want a situation but Where like if you're, i'm actively dating three people versus like i'm talking to three people it's, that, I'm recruiting. That's the same, the same thing. thing. That's the same thing. Right. I've recruited. That's the exact same thing. Three covers this this winter. Check back by December first. <laughs> You're enjoying multiple people, right? Mm-hmm. When you get to a place or a situation, you where you decide, I want a relationship. You need to decide if you want that relationship with that person, who that person is, take them as they are, or do I just want a relationship? Mm. Because oftentimes you start actively dating and you're like, oh, now it's time. You know, this is I, I want to be in this relationship. And it's not really even about the person who you've been going out with. You're not really madly in love with them. And they really wouldn't make that great of a partner. You just want a partner. So you are putting this pressure on yourself and putting pressure on them to make this merge into something that is not organic. It's not meant. It's not your purpose mate. And you're trying to be in a relationship on purpose, but it's not your purpose mate. So you have to assess based on previous experience. What have I learned about myself and how I have attachment styles? Am I an anxious attachment style? Do I have an avoidant attachment style or do I have a secure attachment style? If you have a secure attachment style, you will pace yourself and the level of intimacy and the desire that you have for this committed relationship Mm -hmm. and allow them to show you who they are but if you are anxious which a lot of us you know when our clock starts ticking or we really just love love we jump in sooner than we should and it might not be the best partner for us so we really have to assess why do I want a relationship Mm -hmm. what do I have to offer a partner and what does a partner have to offer me and is that this person in front of me do you feel like it's so funny because I was talking to someone we were talking about horoscopes and like all that stuff and it was one of those things where it caught to I was like I feel like I was dating the same guy over like it was just Mm -hmm. like God was like "Mm, you ain't learned your lesson (laughs) (laughs) you ain't learned your lesson yet (laughs) I'm going to keep putting these Leos right. in front of you. One more, <laughs> one more for you. All right, 2017. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Now I'm all about secure attachment. <laughs> Good job. Because I was anxious as fuck. He got that. that. <laughs> Jesse, I can't. My story now you woke. Now you woke. <laughs> you better be woke, sweetheart. But so, do you feel like that is that like in that like from a like therapist standpoint, like the anxious you that you cause triggers you to go back to the same common like I don't even know what it is well, that you keep going. What back you're to. referring to was like so the personality style that you're talking about is your style, and then you're probably attracting the opposite of your style, which is why you can't get in the relationship, mm. and you're 
if you have a specific type and you're an anxious dater, you're more than likely going to get an avoidant because the the hunt that you're constantly on and the avoidant will like it in the beginning, but then as soon as they realize like mm, you're extra thirsty, they're off of you. And so you probably like though that debonair, you know, the charming like person who's giving you the passion the in the beginning. <laughs> who said it's charming? The liars. The liars. <laughs> Well, but, but, but you're, what you're experiencing though it's actually like very toxic but what it feels like <laughs> it, it feels emotional for you though it's a rush it's like oh my god like I can't believe they're doing this to me but it's making you feel something mm. and it's I, that mm. who I'm feeling I must like this person no, no. it's actually very Run. unhealthy it's <laughs> not a, a happy shower. feeling that's, that brick in your stomach is not a healthy brick it is not oh this is amazing chemistry like why can't I resist it is like oh I'm addicted to toxicity literally and honestly girl like it, it took like you can hear it from so many people but until you literally go through it mm-hmm. and you can actually plan it out and be like oh <laughs> this is what it is that I hated about you motherfuckers and myself because right? I'm included you gotta take accountability yeah. it's something in you that is attracting them that you're yes. desiring but like to your point about your experience um, with your uh, laced say the laced with pain laced with pain mm-hmm. Um, I one thing I oftentimes will tell my clients at the Spicy Life is don't come to me expecting even me to coach you or work with you without experiencing some form of rejection or failure when mm-hmm. it comes to dating. Like relationship rejection is a rite of passion for love because yeah. if you don't experience that in advance, if you don't have that broken heart or you're not laced with pain, how will you one be able to appreciate your lover and two know what it's like to overcome pain? Because even when you fall in real passionate love, be it your husband, you are going to experience pain but can you overcome Mm. so now you've already proven to yourself you can now you Mm -hmm. just have to find someone who wants to cause as much little pain as possible yeah (laughs) and that's the thing is being with someone i I don't think see i come from the the past of like my parents have been together faithfully for 35 years and they just celebrated 31 years so that's what i that's what i've grown up around so and then on top of that, my sister, you know, my sister was married at one point, got remarried. Like, watching her, it's one thing to see, like, your parents, because mm-hmm. they're a little bit older. I mean, well, my mom, she's seasoned, you know. Like, Laura. She's 30, seasoned. 30, right. She's said, right. Most <laughs> but, yeah, she's seasoned. But, like, with my sister, you know, she went through a bad relationship, and then now, like, literally, she's with her perfect match. Yes. You can tell that he brings out something in her. And and also, as her sister, I feel so... There's a comfort in when I leave my sister, even though I know I'm, she's older than me. Like, when I trust my sister and her heart is being left with someone yes, that so knows how to handle her. Because mm-hmm. we're a very close family. And the thing is, is watching, like, my sister, that really gave me hope with saying, okay, Okay, there's really the the possibility that there's someone out there for me that's going to bring something out mm-hmm. in myself that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And I always I always say like when I'm in the studio actually writing, I'm like, you know, I want to write about songs where who is the Rakaya when I'm really being loved the way that I, I deserve mm-hmm. to be loved. Ooh. You know, because I love myself. I, mm-hmm. that I'm loving on but me. But then you think, but, wow, imagine, right? Like, imagine and like imagine like the the Rakaya I'm going to be then because it's that like you said, wh- whoever you're supposed to be with is supposed to add to who you are. They're mm-hmm. supposed to enhance that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like you when, want your Beyonce see a moment you know no, right no, but 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 seriously Eve. like I, I had to learn like the different the traits that the things i was attracting I actually just posted on my social media as a caption i was like you know you'll stop attracting negativity once you heal the parts of you that invited it mm-hmm. and i had to do that i had to stop stop focusing okay he ain't shit he ain't this and that may be true you mean shit but there were parts of me that were attracting 
that shit yeah. mm-hmm. that I had to really tap into and say Rakaya no, you, you can't do this mama you gotta pace yourself you have to move a certain way you gotta have these boundaries and, and be self reflective in certain situations because I do want love and then on top of that because the way I look the way I dress people assume I want something that's very short lived and I'm okay. like okay well I'm gonna start wearing sweatsuits because no that's love. not how you do no, it no I'm kidding <laughs> Let me ask let me ask you this though. My sister said to me, she was like, Okay, when you're dating, you know, when you have the guy that is like or when you're around a guy that makes you like nervous and dittery, she's like, Run. It's the guy that makes you feel at home when you're like this is where I belong. She's like, that's the guy that you Safety, should... Safety, security. Exactly. That you should just be like, okay, I really need to explore this. You know another thing that I tell people um, when they're like, okay, I'm, I've been dating him and... Um you know, I, I want to hook up. I think I'm ready. I'm like, would you leave your wallet with him? Can he, Do you trust him with your credit cards? And if you tell me no, you wouldn't even trust him with your credit cards. Or I say, okay, would you let him borrow 5K? Do you trust him enough? Borrow 5K, he'll give it back to you. If you tell me no, you don't trust him with 5K, but you're going to trust him with your body. Yeah. You're going to trust him. With, you can't let oh. him. You keep don't trust him with your money, but you're going to trust him with your. You went real high up for a lot of these girls. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been down for 150. <laughs> I mean, not me, but I'm just saying. No, but, no, but, but that's a real thing. Now, you know what throws me off in dating is like the fir- like people don't really date anymore. Like I found myself to oh. where like like you're like, talking about the courtship process, exactly. Like with going out, taking you out, like mm-hmm. you know, with hey, let's actually go to a movie, let's go to dinner, let's go to something where I can spark our interest, you know, have new experiences. People are so quick to send you either like a dick pic, dick video, or they're like, oh, come to my house, come to my crib. I don't know you. Yeah, that's the other thing. We do live in a world where it's so easy for people. It'll be like, oh, I'm going to come over, I'm going to come over. And it's like, because I grew up in a time without social media and all mm-hmm. that, I understand and respect, like, yo, hold up. <laughs> but I don't know you like Jesse's that. Jesse's like, I got boundaries. Right. In my space. <laughs> space. That way you get, look at he's getting secure. Secure! <laughs> in my I love space. It. <laughs> um, no, but I, we live in this generation where that is, you know, like a thing and it's a, it's a norm but I, I like I actually was on the phone with you where I took that guy out on that crazy date mm-hmm. I had it all planned out oh, mm-hmm. like whoo whoo you better woo and where, where's he at and that's the thing <laughs> that's the thing you know what I mean you take the time the energy you could have the... actually taken someone out who you love like a family member a friend all of that energy that you put into him but or taking yourself out but but you have to have those but then experiences. I acted, but I did, and I needed you that, and I started to. dating myself after I started going go. to the movies. Got me my little Regal Cinema card. <laughs> okay, AMC. Yes. Whatever. Yeah, Do you, you know how many times I took myself to the movies before I got married? Like yeah. I really yeah. was like, I think I'm amazing. Let me double check and date myself yeah. for a while. So true. But like the, you, you are right though, as far as the period that we're in, the culture of dating has changed because you, I mean, you have so many people now accessible to you at your fingertips tips that the amount of time that we invest and the financial investment too isn't there so much when it comes to the courtship Mm -hmm. process so because it becomes a a numbers game and we have access to people we never would run into in our normal everyday life we're dating exponentially and not valuing it anymore so we're not Mm -hmm. really building true 
intimacy, it's more like, okay, let me see how quick I can get to your G spot. Mm-hmm. No, and most time they don't find it. But anyways, that um, part. So no, no, <laughs> kidding, but, but no, my question for you is, okay, do you, with social media because that is a huge thing with dating. It is played like what my like my sister. She met her husband on Tinder. Actually, I was like, okay. like lucky you when it first came yes, out. Yes, apps are amazing. But do you think that? Right. Do you think as a dating expert, do you think that social media has had more of a negative or a positive influence on love? What do you think? I think that what the the pro, I will say the pro and the con. The the pro is that we get to see an like a extreme amount of love, right? We now mm-hmm. have access to people we wouldn't before. We get to slide through DMs, we get to touch someone we may have never had before. So I believe in connection by any means necessary. I'm pro social media and apps. The negative part of it, though, is that we are still human in social comparison. Mm-hmm. So while now I do get to see Sierra and her husband, I also now am constantly reminded of what I don't have. And yes. as humans, we naturally step into the social comparison of what we're without versus mm-hmm. being grateful what for what we have. And uh, like that, it's almost like that fantasy reality kind of thing. Like it's like I see a lot of girls. It's like, well, I ain't dating him if we ain't Sierra Russell. Like, girl, like um, first of all, <laughs> there's levels to this. Because there's Beyonce and Jay Z, then there's Sierra and Russell. You know what I'm saying? Like but, even yeah. within that, there's levels. Like so, then I. I think we live in this day and age too where it's also like he ain't shit don't i ain't hit i'm independent i ain't gonna hit him back i ain't gonna hit him well you ain't gonna hit the right, right the right person back and that, we, that happens too yeah, because think, we're all trying to figure out and play this game yeah. and we're not even equipped with the tools to play it right Ooh. Yeah, so, so we're true. it's like the blind leading the blind he thinks you're thinking one thing she thinks he's thinking one thing and then you guys wind up like fucking shit up because yeah. um wait I'm I'm my cursing too I'm sorry I, mean, <laughs> I know I have said shit I was like wait, you know who we're talking to at this point. <laughs> you know I just thought about to? it right now I was like <laughs> I can't you know, remember the rules if I could curse on Netflix um but we we get together now and we're both playing this game that we're not equipped for our parents didn't teach us how to date properly our parents didn't teach us how to build real connections so now we're just kind of like left in the dark to figure it out for ourselves versus like actually getting professional help the way that we would if we were sick or we needed a doctor mm. or education and went back to school like but when it comes to our love life we're like eh, I'm gonna just figure this thing out yep. right and then mm. we look up and we're like 10 heartbreaks later and then we decide decide, like maybe maybe it's about that time maybe I I don't want to be alone and I need to do something about it I saw I saw this quote that that was talking about healing it said if you wanted to be if you want to be attractive uh, heal first because nothing attracts a whole man like a whole woman and vice versa Mm -hmm. and that was like a huge thing for me because I've encountered a lot of men that were manly when it came to to the dollars Mm -hmm. or manly when it came to just physically being a man but when it came to here and when it came to here they were so broken yeah Mm -hmm. and I used to I'll do some more but I used to try to date the potential of man or try to be drama listen no more but no but but I, I would wanted to date like the potential of the man versus where he was at. Right. And it's like, okay, that, that's all right where you're at. I'm not judging for who you are, but me recognizing where you're at and where I'm at, we're in different places, and I had to learn to just naturally remove myself and just love you from a distance because y- your toxic traits are going to bleed over oh, into yeah. me. Like, it's like you said, you are who you hang around. You are who you date. It's a reflection of what you believe you deserve, and it's a reflection of what you see within yourself. So, like, for me, I, I want to date with someone, not someone that's perfect, but just someone that recognizes that. Yeah. Like, okay, I need to heal in this, and that we can grow together let's heal this 
together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're in, influencing one another and motivating one another to be our best selves individually mm-hmm. so that when we come back together, that that's when you get the power. That's where I feel like the power is, you know, when you have that. I'm so happy that you yeah, understand like, that because there's so many people that are still figuring that out. And you can, one thing that I say oftentimes is that you date at the level of your self-esteem. And so, so I can true. look at your partner and tell what you think about yourself and if you truly love yourself by meeting him. Mm. Let me meet him and then I'll know how you really feel about yourself. Or let me meet her and I'll know what you really feel about yourself. Because it's it's sad how, you know, we choose people, unfortunately, without really knowing even the why, what voids we're trying to fill. And so we look up and then we're miserable, not understanding why, but we have no one to blame but ourselves and how we chose the person. And so I'm just, I'm so happy that you put this album out, that you're like, you're doing this, the healing, like you are there because you completely get it. Like I'm listening to you and I'm like, yes, you get it, you get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I had to do a lot of self reflection. That was the biggest thing because one of the, I had a conversation with my mom when I was going, you know, just going through my healing process. And I look back, honestly, any of the men that I've dated, I couldn't trust any of them with my heart, with my money, or <laughs> I couldn't look at them and say, you know what, dang, that was that was supposed to be my husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and a lot of them, like, it's been a matter of them coming back to me. And I was having a conversation with a friend of mine about why is it that men, they come back after the fact. And sometimes, you know, like, his whole point was, well, sometimes they didn't see the value. They just have different perspective, a different set of glasses, different set of eyes, which is true. On the other side is, it's like, I had to look at, okay, Rakai, what is inviting these toxic traits mm-hmm. you know what I mean what is it and, and where's your value do you love yourself enough yep. because literally every man that I, I've dated and I stood next to them it, I, it didn't make sense it didn't make sense because the woman I am now versus the one I was back then, like, I love me some Rakaya. And I love me too much to put myself in a position to be hurt or to be influenced in a negative way that will hinder my purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to continue to walk in that. So I just had to learn to just be like, okay, nope, this ain't it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But next. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> I, I just, I'm tired of crying. On to the next. And, no. I, and I appreciate you sharing your story. And I can't wait to hear it in your music. Yeah. Now, I need y'all both ladies to look over here and uh, Spicy <laughs> tell them where they can catch Spicy Life you guys can play with my Twitter stroke my IG oh. at Spicy Mari go to the spicylife.com and uh, yeah there you have it you've been spiced okay you guys can find me at church um, <laughs> you can find me on all social media platforms Rakaya Crawford spelled R-I-K-A-Y-A-H last name Crawford I'm proud of it C-R-A-W-F-O-R-D also you can catch me every Tuesday or every other Tuesday hosting at Unplugged LA as well as the Love and Hip Hop season 6 yeah. after show as well talking about their drama and how they laughing together Ooh. but yeah follow me and there's some more music coming before the year's out so I'm yeah. excited okay. about it make sure you guys check out our YouTube channel too and so you can see the full video Video. Yes, Race please do. Sexy video. Okay. Stream, stream. Elgin? Y'all can just catch me on IG. Go see what he's doing. <laughs> Elgin. You never know 22. what he's doing. You never just go follow him. Just go show him love. <laughs> yes. We just love Elgin over here. Don't, yes, don't say, yes. no, don't say nothing but a mumble. Right. <laughs> he put a good little schoolboy here. <laughs> Y'all, y'all can hit me up everywhere at DJ Jesse J. Us across all social media platforms at AfterBuzz tonight, except Twitter, because again, Elgin over there doing too much, not getting our Twitter together, but that's fine. You know what I mean? Actually, go follow him and tell him he need to get our Twitter back up, all right? And remember, guys, only you can prevent your dreams from coming true. Till next week, same time, same place. Peace. 
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.